بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم On the night of Miraj when Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam met Hazrat Ibrahim ala nabiyyina wa alayhi salatu wa salam on the seventh sky then he noticed around Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam there were children that were sitting and he asked Hazrat Jibril alayhi salam that who are these children and Hazrat Jibril alayhi salam informed him that these are the children who passed away when they were young before they reached the age of maturity so these children are in the custody and care of Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam then some narrations mention that Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam had told Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam convey my salams to your ummah and inform them that jannat is the sand is very pure and the water is sweet and the trees of jannat are subhanallah walhamdulillah wala ilaha illallah wallahu akbar that the more they will recite the third kalima then they will have more trees in jannat Nabi Karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam also mentioned when he went to Jannat then he had seen that the buildings of Jannat or the structures in Jannat were dome shaped made out of pearl Eventually Nabi Karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam went into the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he spoke directly to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala many ulama of the view that he had also seen Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and when nabi karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam had seen Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then he fell into sajda and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had conversed with him and spoke to him and there were certain gifts that were given to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam now we can imagine now these are the gifts of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala given to the most beloved of his creation and this is in the proximity of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala above the seven heavens so what level what types of gifts will be will be blessed one of the things that were given to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was that these glad tidings for this ummah that that person who doesn't make shirk and he doesn't ascribe partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then he will definitely go to jannat however a person would have lived but as long as he did not make shirk and he did not make kufr he will ultimately he will go to jannat Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive all other sins even if for some reason he may have to go into jahannam as a cleansing process for a short while but definitely he will go to jannat then the concluding verses of suratul baqara were also given to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam as a gift amana rasul bima unzila ilayhi mir rabbihi wal mu'minun now these verses are very mubarak and blessed verses and some narrations mention 
that they come from a treasure beneath the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is why you will find the narrations which say that teach these verses to your woman folk, teach them to your children, because these verses are means of drawing the rahmat and mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When these verses are recited in a home, they are not recited for three days, except that shaitan will not come close to that home. Because these are verses filled with barakah, filled with nur. These are the verses that we need to memorize, we need to learn, and we need to be reciting all the time. In fact, there's narrations also from Hazrat Ali and Hazrat Umar, radiallahu ta'ala anhumah, wherein they mention that we do not think any sensible person will sleep at night without reciting these verses. Meaning, because there's so many benefits and so many rewards of reciting these verses, if a man is intelligent and is sensible, and if he's not reading it, then that's a sign to show that he is foolish, that the man is not sensible, is not intelligent. Why is he not reciting these verses? In one hadith, Nabi Karim wasallam mentioned that that person who recites these verses at night, kafatahu, then they are sufficient for him. So there's different explanations. One explanation is that, that they are sufficient for his protection. We just recited these verses then inshallah for that night, he will be protected. And one explanation is that these verses are sufficient for him, meaning even if he does not do any other optional ibadat for that night, then the reward of these verses are so huge and so great that these are sufficient for him. So there are great virtues for reciting these verses and then the end of these verses there are some very powerful duas Allah Ta'ala do not take us to task if we forget or we make a mistake we are human beings we constantly forgetting things we are making mistakes so we are asking Allah Ta'ala it mustn't be that we forget and we made a mistake and immediately we are taken to task. We have to suffer the consequences of that. Rabbana wala tahmil alina isran kama hamaltahu ala ladina min qablina. Allah Ta'ala don't place burdens and difficulties on us like you placed on the previous nations. The Bani Israel had some very stringent laws, very difficult laws. Sometimes they committed certain sins and they had to kill themselves. That was the toba. They had to be killed. رَبَّنَا وَلَا تُحَمِّلْنَا مَا لَا طَوْقَةَ لَنَا Allah Ta'ala don't place on us that calamity which we do not have the ability to bear. Remember, we are human beings. We are weak. We should never ask Allah Ta'ala to put any test on us. We should never make any claims. Often people make claims to say, you know, that they are strong and their mind is very strong. We are weak. We are not strong. Only when Allah Ta'ala will put a situation on us, then we will understand how weak we are. So we ask Allah Ta'ala not to put any calamity that is beyond our capacity, that is what we cannot manage, what we cannot take. Sometimes a person is going through some difficulty and he can't take it. So he loses his mind. 
mentally this person is affected because this calamity is so weighty and so difficult. And then, وَعَفُ عَنَّا وَغْفِرْ لَنَا وَرْحَمْنَا Allah Ta'ala forgive all our sins, minor sins, major sins, completely purify us of sins, وَرْحَمْنَا and have mercy on us. You know, if Allah's Rahmat is with us, then we are protected, we are protected from sins, we are protected from everything. أَنْتَ مَوْلَانَا Allah Ta'ala, you are our guardian. Remember, in this dunya, there's no one for you besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As the poet says it, سِوَا تَيْرَ koi sahara nahi hai. O Allah, besides you, there's no other support. Who else is there for you in this world? سِوَا تَيْرَ koi hamara nahi hai. O Allah, besides you, there was, there's no one else there for us. People may wish well for you, people may make dua for you, people may try to assist you, but in reality, it is only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that was there for us even before we were created. When we were in the wombs of our mothers, who was there, who was protecting us? Who created us? Who gave us all the faculties? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Who could have done anything for you when you were in the womb of your mother? No one. If Allah ta'ala wanted to create you with some deformity, who was there to stop him? So it was Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that was there for you before anyone was in the equation, before anyone was in your life, before you even came into the care of your parents. And then throughout the different phases of your life, it's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is there for you. It is Allah that is blessing you. It is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is providing for you. It is Allah that is sustaining you. One one morsel you're putting in your mouth that you think, where did this come from? We're not thinking, we're not thinking. Our mind is in everything else, drowned in this dunya, drowned in materialistic things. One one morsel, one one sip of water we are taking. Anta Mawlana, Allah Ta'ala, you are our guardian, you are our protector, you are our helper, you are there for us. Fansurna al-qawmil kafirin, help us against the disbelievers. Remember, you're making dua not only for yourself. When you're reading this, you make intention that you're making dua for the entire ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu Wherever they are, whatever condition they are in, Allah Ta'ala, you help us against the disbelievers in a time when Muslims are being oppressed, when Muslims are being massacred, when there's so much of oppression throughout the world, who can help us? It's only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, definitely we have to also take the necessary means, we need to do what we have to do. But ultimately, the help will come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So let us take this gift of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala very serious. These concluding verses of Surah Al-Baqarah, let us recite these verses, let us teach it to our children, let us learn the translation, let us read it with contemplation, let us read it with concentration. Let us read it with, with full yaqeen. And inshallah, this will be a source of great noor, light, and blessings for us in this world and the year after. May Allah grant us a true understanding.